kill all the hunters to lay down their guns. Tell them that the tiger needs a little bit of love. In this show, we're very lucky to be joined by Diva Renton Rodericks, an English woman in New York and a lead customer success manager for Cheetah Digital. Over the past few years, CPG brands, big and small, have had to embrace new ways of doing business with their customers. These challenges weren't complex enough. The coronavirus crisis, every time, needs to be navigated. I feel like this is the time that brands have to reach their audience through new digital channels and start kind of going where the people are. So what are some ways that they can be using experiences to engage with their community while maintaining or even building new emotional loyalty? Yeah, you're right, Kayla. Um, and I think people are definitely taking note of how brands are communicating at this time. And we've definitely seen a shift um, with that the CPG brands that we work with, more a focus on community and that corporate social responsibility. Um, we actually have Kellogg's who are allowing people to donate their loyalty points uh, to feed the communities in need. Yeah. So points that they might build up over time with our experiences, they can actually donate rather than using themselves. That's a really nice initiative that we've seen. Um, this week alone, uh, we've seen four projects come from um, AB and Bev team. Um, one of these being uh, a commencement ceremony. Uh, for, you know, the universities have shut down, so how can we still allow those um, those people to have that moment, the students, right? Um, yeah. So they're actually going to have their, a chance for their name to be read during the ceremony. So that's a simple form. Also going to have a meme generator so that they can have you know their little cap, um, which everyone <laughs> likes to have. That's a great way to bring that engagement throw online. It up in the air. You've got to throw it. Yep. Digitally though now. Yes, yes. exactly. Um, we've seen a, a Corona cleanup. Activity again, helping uh, communities um, in Canada. With uh, with the customer success team and the org that you're you're part of, um, you, we're often brought in quite early to talk about these ideas. How have the conversations uh, developed? Yeah, well, we've obviously been kind of reaching out uh, more than usual to see if anyone needs support, and really, we've just been available, kind of taking taking um, those calls. I know that the clients have been particularly busy having internal regroups and then thinking how can the overall objectives tie in and what, where can experiences fit into that. Um, so I know that they're doing a lot more planning sessions themselves and then kind of reaching out and having calls and, and emails with us um, and you know putting some of these things live within the week. We're you know we're all for that that's we're here to turn these things around quickly so this is a definitely a time that that we can assist. Um, and yeah, as I said, within the week, that's, that's actually quite normal that we're having maybe three or four things launching um, because there is that, uh, that, that time pressure from, from the client as, as well. Um, we can do things quickly, but the decisions aren't always made that quickly, whereas this is actually forcing brands to, to kind of take uh, an action um, more quickly than they might normally and speed up that approval process. An example from Bud Light, uh, we provided a solution. They wanted to be able to have people enter in their zip code and see what local places um, they could still get their products. So very simple. I love it when we, uh, we end up with something that's crossing verticals and crossing industries. And we all know how hard it's been for uh, restaurants and rest restaurateurs, which are a big set of our own customer base. And yeah. this actually is doing a bit of a, a double thing of helping uh, Bud Light uh, promote people where they can get their products from but also places where people can order takeout which will help that business 
Mm. So Dave, definitely you you'd say that one of the trends that you've seen from the CPGs that you're working with is yeah, the investment in time, other ways that they can do these more uh, giving back uh, and helping the community um, experiences. And is there any others that uh, you've seen or top of mind, even they aren't in development yet that you just think are worth a mention, even anonymously? My other second favorite example will be the, the pub quiz example, because that's again, uh, that kind of community feeling. And I've seen a few of these kind of pub quizzes online. I've been invited to a few. Fortunately, my friends in the UK, I'm still working when they invite me to it. But, um, and the, the award kind of giving back to the consumer there, uh, because it's difficult to obviously have signed products right now, is actually that you get a follow back from the brand, which I think is great. Because if there's a brand you really like, to win a follow back is like a pretty cool uh, incentive. So I think that was really Absolutely. inventive. The pub quiz is brilliant. I love that. It's such a such a good British response. To yeah, work. right. <laughs> we can't go to the quiz pub to do the quiz. We'll bring the quiz and then we'll have to have our, to our, our beer at home. And actually, you probably should suggest that to Anisa Bush, Dave. That's, that's pretty yeah, perfect. Yeah, no, isn't I'm it? definitely. That is really good. Definitely. We like to ask our guests to sort of share a little bit of what they're either watching, listening or reading. And it's especially relevant these days because, um, yeah, we are all indoors, um, self-isolating. So which one have you got for us first, Dave? I might just go in with what I'm watching because I only started it last night and I am hooked. Tiger King? Tiger yes. King. <laughs> I mean, I almost on brand. started last us, night too. It is three. outrageous. It is it's, very good. For us cheaters as well, it's... Um, I know. Pay, take notes. <laughs> take notes. I mean, how would you describe it really, Diva? What's the roller coaster you've been on so far? It's, you just can't, you can't make it up. It's, it's crazy it's such a you didn't really think about this world that existed but it does and people make out they're doing things for good reasons and they're not and oh it's so fascinating uh, yeah if you fall for that ladies and gentlemen you're worse than a bunch of nuts in a squirrel tree right well then we'll be on to our our second section then um kayla take it uh, take it away yeah so we're gonna move away from the current situation to kind of a more forward-looking uh, landscape. So there's been a ton of information around the cookie right now. It's dying. You know, you have like roughly two years to to build out your own database. You can't be relying on third-party data sources anymore. Something that we're interested in is understanding, you know, what are some ways that brands can start using experiences to be able to build their own database with the zero-party data for preferences and permissions and just have an actual audience that they can communicate to and not have to rely on that cookie in a few years. Yeah, there's, there's a number of different ways. And, you know, we have quite a few CPG clients that are you know, primarily working with us for this, for this reason, right, for the acquisition use case. Um, and we have uh, clients at different stages along the journey. Um, so uh, one example from the acquisition and using things like sweepstakes and instant win, which is really just about getting the volume of the data in first. Clients like Reckitt Ben Kaiser, um, you know, they actually had to cleanse out, you know, a lot of their database and they're kind of starting from scratch when GDPR came in. Um, so we've been working with them and their data acquisition teams to actually build back up the database for those brands. Um, We've also got some clients who are a little bit further along the, the zero party data maturity model and they're really looking at how do we um, really engage your audience, how do we get those brand advocates, um, you know, telling the story for us. Um, brands like AP and Bev 
um, some things like instant win, um, some social campaigns. Um, those are the kind of campaigns that we would recommend more in that phase. And then we also have a, you know, clients like Kellogg's who are really trying to understand their existing audience. Um, their challenge was actually kind of, kind of the opposite. They had a large database of people that they hadn't engaged with for quite a few years. And, you know, people change, their family grows, their preferences change. They need a way to engage with them in a, in a fun way um, and to actually understand, uh, you know, where they're currently at. Uh, and for that, we'd recommend things like real-time polls um, and quizzes so that you can ask some fun questions and start to really build out that profile. The need for CPG brands to to know who people are, the people who are interested in their products and purchasing their products. So we've got the the initial phase. Is it, is it you sort of call it the acquisition phase, acquisition. where you're looking, yeah, the the turning the unknown into known. Exactly. So you're coming up with different ways and um, different incentives to get people mm -hmm. to, to to sort of share willingly different parts of information. Then the second section there you said was like almost the, the engagement and re-engagement of those people. Yeah, and advocacy um, around that, how they're kind of telling the brand story for you. Yeah, and I suppose that would also could, could um, count people who were already part of the database mm -hmm. before um, CPG brands really did step up and did even more with, with uh, interaction with their, with their databases. Mm -hmm. And the final bit was the, the loyalty section, sort of the free, yeah. the free jumps of them. Once you've got your, once you've got people you're aware of and you know, you've established the ones that are really, really keen and they should be treated differently because they are the ones who are uh, will be there with you during the good times and the bad as a lot of people are finding out now as everything slows down how have you found uh different brands coping with the different phases they're in um would you say that the industry trend is sort of this is the new normal for them and they're just different parts on the the journey as you, as you sort of mentioned yeah that you know there's some that are definitely further ahead than others and i would say you know the the best strategy to have that some of our clients have is obviously to be doing the acquisition, continuing to do that while also on the loyalty part, because you still need to be acquiring new people, um, but also understanding the people that you, that you have as well. So I wouldn't, um, apart from people who are completely starting out uh, and we're looking just at acquisition, I would say that there should be activity, um, you know, happening throughout the year that is along, along those stages. Um, it, I was definitely a mixture uh, of people that are in that, that kind of first stage um, and then people that are really in that, in that loyalty space. With, uh, are they having to obviously have a central repository where they're starting to make smarter and more interesting informed decisions on all the information mm -hmm. they're, being, they're bringing in from these different phases and these different mechanisms? Yeah, and that's definitely been um, a challenge for some of the CPGs that we've seen globally. They don't have that consistent central repository. So they're doing acquisition activity and then maybe they don't actually have the setup to have that feeding through anywhere to, to make informed decisions later. So um, that's where obviously we can make some recommendations as well. The, the challenge of even just taking America as an example of collecting information in a consistent way regionally and having it feed in the same way when you've got lots of different partners and lots of different agencies sometimes all all sort of contributing ways to to fulfill the goals of that region bringing it in century to do stuff of it is, is is challenging and that's the same goes for europe as well actually of course as we're talking about this you know one big thing that we like to hit home on is observing and impacting the customer journey and so 
as you've been kind of talking about, you know, the different stages that businesses are in, I think that it's important that we also kind of mention the idea of, you know, leveraging experiences at different parts of the consumer journey too. And there's a lot of businesses out there that say like, okay, I already have like a huge database. I don't need more people. Um, I don't really need this kind of thing. And I think, you know, for them, what are, you know, some pieces of advice in terms of, you know, you can use this for acquisition. You can also use this, you know, to like at different stages, depending on the person that you're talking to, like what's kind of your advice for that? Even within the same client, as you say, um, there's different people on different stages. So I might not know about the brand, whereas you might been with them for five years. So they definitely do need a mixture of that activity. So, you know, don't stop those sweepstakes and those high volume data capture pieces, but then also, you should be doing like your watch and wins, your your quizzes and those things that actually build up the preferences. So yeah, there should absolutely be a mix. And I think that's how clients will be uh, the most successful using experiences in different ways rather than just kind of sticking to, to one phase. If you're not doing it, someone else will be. And, yeah. and mm-hmm. if, 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 if they're not engaging with a brand, well, your brand, they will be engaging with another and it with some, nice campaigns which are which are um, timely and topical and entertaining and actually provide that value exchange plus actually quite a good product because that's that's the the old the the trick there is if they've got a good product and they're engaging with you, you you're in trouble if you're not doing the same people will sort of go elsewhere you've got to be reactive haven't you and uh, and keeping people uh, engaged and aware that you're at yes top of mind that's the one mm-hmm. We're gonna we're gonna hit number two, right? For of your show and tell. Okay, I'm gonna go music, and it, it is the Cure that I've been listening to. I'm gonna keep it classic, guys. Very nice. Um, you know, and Disintegration is a uh, not nothing to do with my headspace, but that album <laughs> and listening to <laughs> listening to it the whole way through, like just have a little moment, close your eyes, just let it let it roll over. I highly recommend that. Listen to it as the artist intended and start from one and go really? to Really? This is one you don't want to put on shuffle. And I would be upset. There's not one that if you play backwards, it will have like hidden messages or anything like that. No occult leanings. <laughs> not as far as I know, but a bit of time in your hands, you could check that out, right? Yeah, I mean, it's hard to do with a CD. I mean, do people even use <laughs> CDs anymore? I mean, God, I'm aged. How many times do you reckon you've listened to that album? Oh, I mean, I've been listening to it since I was about eight years old. My parents yeah. used to play it a lot. So we used to listen to it and it was like um, one of those CD players. It was an alarm clock. So it would mm-hmm. actually wake me up in the morning. So, Sounds yeah. like heaven. There you go. That's another album. Set the scene for Act 3. Um, we've already sort of suggested there's going to be some, this is what people are doing, but what else can we expect here? So it'd be great to kind of see some of these examples of how, you know, not only are we able to affect the impact of the life cycle, but also how quickly. I'm going to start with the, the first kind of phase as we talked about, this, so the acquisition, really building the database um, and things, you know, simple giveaways, sweepstakes and instant wins are great for this with the prize front and center. I'm just asking for some simple data capture. Um, these are one of our simplest to set up. These could be set up, cloned, reused, 
really you just make sure you've got some nice assets and some copy. Uh, you can have one of these up in a few days. Like it's really, really simple. These are, these are the types of things as well, uh, Diva, from, from my memory, uh, back in the customer success days. They're the ones that have been very easily uh, translated for different regions and different countries. Um, yes. And in, in, in good old America, Kayla, where all three of us are based, um, <laughs> different rules and different states, they, they will have different settings and different copy and different um, prizes sometimes, depending on the, yeah. what, what can be fulfilled there. Uh, Durex, for example, will uh, have had things that they've cloned and launched across 25 markets and all done with, you know, come within a matter of hours. Um, so you can really have that brand consistency globally, which is another benefit. They, they practice safe campaigns, don't they? There you go. There you go. So on to my uh, the kind of second phase, um, which is really advocacy and engagement there. Um, mm -hmm. So you might have, uh, you know, a new product, which is in this uh, case. And I'm, I mentioned the Watch and Win. It is one of my favourites. So you've watched that lovely little video, you know, you need to get your vitamins. Uh, and our, our form appeared afterwards. It is magic. The platform is magic. Um, you could ask a score-based question here. So you might want to actually make sure they've paid attention. In this case, because it's a new product, they wanted to actually see um, what do people take away from that video? Did they take away that it's a Coke product? Was it to do with the vitamins? Or was it like the tagline about how the taste is? Um, and they uh, use this as a watch to trial. So... They had a product launching, we had a call with the client and uh, made this recommendation um, and they had three cities that they were delivering to. So anyone that uh, fills this out in one of these cities will actually get the product straight to their door. Um, this was a solution that was, you know, ready and together in a couple of weeks. And it's not just, as you said, it's not just about that acquiring data capture, it's what else can we learn? One question or two there uh, that people were definitely happy to answer. So staying in that kind of advocacy and engaging space, um, from ABM Bev, we have uh, Team Ultra. So this is really encouraging uh, people to advocate about the brand, um, asking them to post, so posting on Instagram, uh, chance to win some beers, you know, get involved in the cheers. You know, a very simple form, but having people um, also then engage on social and have the chance to actually uh, advocate for your brand on their channels i think that's that's an awesome idea um mm. great great launch from them because this is about running isn't it diva this is about joining team ultra is a sort of a, almost like their own running club yeah it's like sponsorship. A, the beer is the reward after you exercise i yeah. think is the, the kind of idea yeah <laughs> so they they knew that a lot of people would be filling this out on the almost go. instantly on the go mm -hmm. so they really really emphasized that they did a very good job a nice example, actually, of, of yeah, a, a, a CPG brand plus their agency plus technology that um, we can provide all coming together. Awesome. So my last example before we get oh, to Oh, and the... to help signpost, so you took us from acquisition yes. to sort of in, uh, engagement and re-engagement, and now we're into the, the loyalty phase. Uh, we are. The, how you set up earlier. We are. So we're now in our loyalty and really understanding that existing audience that's engaged with us. And this example is from Kellogg's. Um, this was sent to their existing database, as I mentioned earlier, and engaged 65% of their database. Um, so uh, it's what kind of snacker are you? Some nice image-based questions, some, some fun questions, what kind of snacks um, you're going to be choosing. And a very important um, zero party data question which is about how many mouths you're feeding mm. at home this was really a key question that they wanted to ask 
uh, to uh, understand about their audience and then yeah you get your results so that's the, the value exchange there is that I've earned some uh, loyalty points and I've also understood which product um, that I should be trying out. And that, I mean, that's probably one of the, the better examples we've seen when it comes to getting to know your audience and mm -hmm. with catalogs here this isn't just um, them understanding their existing broad audience and engagement uh, so and database that they've got. This is actually targeted to their loyalty members, the people that they know already yes. reached that level because they've opted in to be loyalty members. And now they're really trying to understand them better, which provides a good bit of feedback loop because the better they understand the people who love their brand the best, the more that they'll be able to deliver um, great, great experiences and offers and products. So, you know, it's sort of a, a two-way two -way win. We like those. Yeah, I like how this is like actually embracing the whole customer versus consumer point where you have like, like I'm a mom, so I'm the customer a lot of the times when it comes to a lot of these snacks, right? Like I'm the one purchasing my three-year-old and seven-year-old don't have a debit card, <laughs> uh, so, but they're the ones who are eating it, right? And I think that it's, a, it's valuable for retailers right now to be able to personalize and say like, okay you're buying this, but you're actually feeding your kids. So let me kind of give you some more family-based content and something that can get your kids excited and want to, you know, ask you for these more. In terms of the question earlier, Kayla, and, you know, the turnaround for this, once this is set up, this is something that they've uh, cloned, changed some of the questions around. They've done one that's about what kind of shopper are you as well? Like, where do you prefer to purchase? So they're really gathering a lot of insight on their audience. Uh, from a quiz mechanic that has been kind of cloned and reused. And as we mentioned, you know, it is aimed at non-technical marketers. We have uh, mechanics like the Instant Win where we have the metered rewards um, built in. So you can really go in and edit that as, as much as you, as you need to. You have total control of that. So that's just to, to confirm that's almost tiering people of terms of price categories. Maybe it's random. Or it is random, but your uh, you people will get different experiences and different coupons from this, or whatever the instant win is, which actually is great because it might keep people coming back, or it just yeah. adds that sort of uh, surprise and delight, which we we know was very effective. Do you have a sweet tooth or savouries chips and dips versus the candy bar? So uh, that's due to do with the scoring. Uh, we can also just say everyone wins, so that if you might not got something based on your score, you're still going to get a small. Uh, token off so that it just kind of encourages you to come back can you know obviously set the name we can set the amount so you don't need to worry that you're going to run out of that amount of rewards if a lot of uptake happens um, you can set this on odds you might want to actually have it being daily and everyone wins that like I mentioned the score range which is a, a newer kind of part to this so yes it's still based on odds but I'm only going to receive this one um, if I answered in a certain way and then looking at the types of rewards that we can offer, of course there's you know, the offline prizes which would be fulfilled um, after the effect, but uh, we can also do coupons. Um, so you might want to have a list that the client has provided and uploaded. Uh, we can generate uh, a unique code. Um, so there's different ways that, that we can work there. Um, and you know, we have the validity dates and imagery and everything that we can add here. So there is so much uh, that you can control mm -hmm here within uh, within the rewards area and this is one that yeah i definitely see people uh you know re-engaging getting people to come back because there's a higher chance to win there's more prizes i think it's a great one for acquisition 
because the mm. prizes are daily. Mm-hmm. Uh, would this potentially be a good um, candidate for progressive data capture where we yes. set up a series of questions slash hidden questions in advance? And so long as we can establish that this person's a consistent person, normally by their email address, we can actually serve up different questions to them. So at the end of this, I don't know, month long campaign, we slowly asked them different things each time and acquired quite a bit of information willingly on, on, on how, on the, what their preferences are. Yes, no, it definitely is. Um, it's definitely a good uh, use case for that um, because you need to encourage people to come back daily for that. Um, and you can absolutely do that with, with these different prizes. Um, so we can start to understand a bit more about them. That's kind of the value exchange, right? We understand a bit more about you. You have the chance of winning some more. Uh, what's also great with the instant win is you can uh, select to show all prizes rather than just today's prize. So if I've come back over a week, I can actually see all of my coupon codes that I can redeem that I've won in the past. What else have, else have you got for us? I have got a real-time poll for you. A real-time poll, a Jack Bauer <laughs> special for any 24 fans showing my age again. <laughs> The following takes place between 11.06 a.m. and 12 p.m. Events occur in real time. Should Jack Bauer eat a treat? He never eats. (laughs) He doesn't eat. He's just running on adrenaline. Just torturing people. Should be the fourth option. (laughs) Um, So this is a relatively new functionality that we have. Um, This offers real-time feedback on how the community is voting. These are designed for either to be embedded on on web pages or at the bottom of blogs or on social sites or, um, you know, as as part of um, a micro experience, which is something that obviously we put in something like uh, uh, Instagram, for example, in a social story. Typically, as you you said, yes, that's good for a small space uh, editorial and just capturing data there. But Julian, I'll ask you a question. So you used to be in experiences, um, well, obviously you still are, but you used to be, you know, in customer success over there. I think it's easy to get tunnel vision when you're in marketing and you don't have a partner that can kind of, you know, challenge you. Are there ways that people can kind of see what options there even are when it comes to experiences like a library or kind of examples anywhere that they can look at? Well, yeah, I would always preach this and Diva would be the same. Like we have some excellent minds in Customer Success Org and they're people who are not just uh, helping with the accounts. They are people who are strategizing and working with the best brains on the brand side. And what we always do is we always try to interpret and translate what's in the platform with the ideas that people have and they want to create on a daily basis. So in answer to your question, the best first port of call is to um, ask your CSM uh, and they will share all of the campaigns they can. And there are thousands upon thousands of them, all different types and different relevancies and different verticals. But really, at the very base, just ask. If, if in doubt, ask and we will, uh, we will showcase certain things. But um, I went on this at any period in time. There are uh, hundreds of uh, different experiences live across the web in different countries. And we always have something that we're, we're willing to showcase and share from years of experience. Experience and experience. All right, well, Diva, thank you. Thank you so much. Not only have you uh, informed us on many, many wise matters when relating to CPG, but actually shown us what's behind the curtain 
both what people are running and how they're they're, they're creating it so um yeah thank you and thank uh, you for having we'll me. see you again soon